Blog Talk Radio.
what about me would make you think that I care about your opinion of me? Your opinion of me is not the opinion that I have of myself. You ain't make me, so you can't break me. You didn't build me, so you can't kill me. I, I, you know what? God, God established me, so you ain't nothing you can do to me. I, I've been dealing with this foolishness since Pee Wee Foot. All right. This is the Hilltop Radio Show. It's Thursday. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody that's tuning in, everybody that's getting ready to get tuned in right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Just let everybody know, Hilltop All-Stars, let me get you guys over. Man, Hilltop Radio Show is getting ready to come up on 1,800th episode in a couple of weeks. 1,800 episodes broadcasting right here on this radio station I created back in 2010 so I'm proud of myself what I've done what I've accomplished what I've done for the independent artists and what I brung to radio my accomplishments just keeping on keeping on giving the people what they want music life grown and sexy that's what we do here on the Hilltop. So, welcome to the show, Money Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we give them DJ Son and Money Mike in the building. Okay, I'm back. What's going <laughs> on, man? I'm good, man. And then uh, <laughs> the Divas Den is in the house. Welcome to the show, Diva. Why, thank you. Hello, guys. How are you? Good to be in the building. Uh, the night. <laughs> she, is, she ain't saying nothing because Vic's on the night, Mike. She ain't paying you no mind. She got Vic Allen oh, in I the house it. tonight. Yeah, you know how that is. Oh, that's how it is, huh? Yeah, Sunday night she'd be all over you. So, Vic, we ain't talk about you, brother, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. How's it going? Doing good, man. How about yourself, man? I'm good. Doing well, doing well. Congratulations, man. I heard you uh, talk about your one, is it 1,000 uh, show coming up? 1,800. 800. 1,800. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, man. That's, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, man. You know, that's what you do when you believe in, in you know, a dream. I, I dreamt about, I always said I was going to be a sportscaster, so I ended up doing radio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so, glad you did. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's why I had to play, you know, people's opinion on things, man. I care less how people's people's opinion is about me. So, yeah, I just had to throw that up there with Deion Sanders. Well, again, man, welcome to the show, man, part two. I don't know where the diva is. She was, her number's up here. I don't know. I did hear it a while ago. I, 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 I said hello. Did you, is something in your ear? All is in the microphone. Well, I'm going to let you start off tonight. And again, uh, Vic, thank you for coming back for part two, my brother. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. Well, Vic, I think the last time we, 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 we <clears throat> asked you a lot of questions, but I think we had some unfinished business. And I don't, okay. I don't like to leave any stones unturned. I've been uh, today. Okay. I've been up early, googling, uh, digging between the crevices, 
flipping over rocks to see what I can what I can uh, bring to the table tonight to ask you. Got a few questions. First of all, how was your vacation? Awesome, amazing, amazing. How was, was the parasailing? <laughs> it was it was actually uh not nearly as bad as I thought. Um uh I have a fear of, of water, I can't swim and uh I've always wanted to learn how to swim and, and every time I tried I, I chickened out. And mm. so I was under the impression that, you know, the parasailing was going to take off in the water. But Instead, we took off on the, on the boat and landed back on the boat. So I never touched the water. So it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Oh wow! For those of you all, yeah, for those of you all who didn't see, I saw Vic did a before the parasail a live video uh, how how frightened he was to go up in the air, <laughs> and that his wife had talked him into it, and um, he looked horrified. <laughs> <laughs> He said his final goodbyes because he didn't know how it was going to turn out. <laughs> and plan and, and plan my whole funeral right there. <laughs> wow. Wow. I never caught part. Two, I never caught part two when he came down. So with him on the on the interview tonight, I realized uh, that it was okay. It wasn't like he said. It wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be. Now, Vic, my next question is. Would you do it again? Absolutely. I would absolutely do it again. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, when, when, when we came down and landed on the boat, I almost wanted to go again then. I enjoyed it just that much. It was very, uh, I know this ain't a real word, but, but free. It, it was a free, you know, it was just it was a free feeling to be in the air like that. And, and, and you know, it was quiet up there. You didn't hear anything. It was, it, it was, just, it was, it was amazing. The whole, the whole, you know, just just for uh, people that don't know, my wife and I took her to um, uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica, for a birthday. And we spent about five days there, and um, it was just fun. The whole, the whole trip was fun because over there, man, <laughs> it nobody, it, there's no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not slim and trim and, and got the abs and, and all that for like some of these young cats so but over there none of that matters it, it, it's come as you are <laughs> so it was it was uh, 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 you know real relaxing and, and, and it's, just, it's just a lot of fun I, I'm, I'm ready to go again already well oh, wow. with that being said and, and you talked about how free you felt uh, uh, how accomplished you felt how does that compare when you're on the stage singing? Um, well, I mean, there's a slight comparison, but being on stage, that's that's my element. I've been singing and performing since I was eight, nine years old in church, and, and that's, that's like, you know, I'm more comfortable uh, singing and performing than I am just just talking to people to be honest with you uh some people say when i'm you know when they meet me i've had i know a lady told me once that the guy i see on stage ain't the same guy i see when i talk to you and i was like, well so it ain't the same guy i'm in my element when i'm on stage and you know i may be i may have some reservations or some 
Um, and maybe, maybe even some slight insecurities if I'm talking to somebody, you know. Just but, but on stage, all that goes out the window. So that that is my that's my element. That that's when I'm that's when I feel the most free. Well, you know, uh, I, I can honestly say I totally agree with that. I've met you uh, more than one time, and the guy that's on the stage is definitely not not the guy that I talk to when he's off the stage. You're a little bit more calmer. You're a little bit more reserved when you're off off, off the stage, and uh, but it but you are approachable, very approachable, and um, I think that's the way um, a lot of artists should be when they meet their fans. But I understand the fear of not knowing what that individual is going to be like when you meet them. So you have to be a little bit reserved. Um, now let's talk about this. You talked about you've been singing since you were eight or nine years old in the church. Um, and I know you have a family. Uh, anybody else in your family other than your wife sing? Any of your children or grandchildren? Um, all of my kids sing or or well, all of them except my youngest. He doesn't sing, but he is very uh, musical. He He's actually uh, producing music now at the age of 18. But all the other kids are singers. If I take that back, I'm sorry. Uh, I have six kids, by the way. Uh, they range in age from 30 to 18. And I've been blessed to, uh, uh, we all are very, very, very close. They all love their dad, and their daddy loves them. And we, we talk, communicate all the time, and they're very close relationships. And out of the five, out of the six, I'm sorry, four are singers, and two, the other two, even though they're not singers, they are musicians. Uh, okay. They, one plays uh, trombone in the band. And, uh, uh, like I said, Tyler, he, my youngest, he does some producing, does a little hip hop producing. So, uh, but but yeah, the other the other four, they, they're very very good singers, very good. Do you see them uh, going under, um, going into the field like you are on stage, or uh, or you think? I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this this business is, is, is hey man, this this is this ain't for the for the for the weak minded or the weak hearted, you know, this business here's something else and, and you know, I I I never told them not to, but you know, they are thankfully they all have um, other career aspirations. Now Tyler the youngest, I don't know, he's he's really into this producing thing, but you know, he is going to school. He's he's in college too, so uh uh you know, I don't I don't wanna say hopefully they won't but but I don't I don't I don't really want them to try to go that route because like I said, you know, the business now compared to how it was when I first started is a totally different monster. Yeah, um, I, I do have to agree with you. I, t- I talked with a music producer last night for about an hour and a half, and he explained to me about you know copyright. He explained to me about you know leasing beats, and for as long as I've been in the business, you know, I learned some things, and it is competitive. Uh, for everybody, yeah. you know, uh, people are crossing the lanes into other lanes. Uh, uh, not only do you, you have, for a long time, it was just blues. Then you had, right. uh, then, then along comes uh, Southern Soul. Then they, they have Trail Ride. And then now they got rappers who are uh, searching for music producers that have Southern Soul beats that they can rap over. So, you know, it's getting to be so, 
Yeah, exactly. Some of the R&B singers are even uh, uh, dibbling and dabbling into quote-unquote Southern soul. Now, why do you think that is? Then I, I have my well, my reason for it. <laughs> I, I think our reason probably is the same. Is because <clears throat> this audience is growing uh, by leaps and bounds. I remember when the pandemic was first starting to calm down a little bit, uh, and and they opened what I call they called it we opened an outside back up, and we were still doing. Outside concerts. I mean, we. I, I remember uh, right after the year after the pandemic, we had concerts outside. Man, there's thousands of people out there, and 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 the R&B artists, a lot of them were still at home. They, they couldn't work, uh, uh, and they saw what we were doing over here, and, and it became attractive to them. And 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 also the fact that our audience is growing like it is. Uh, you know, I think they started to uh, see uh, a way to remain or at least stay relevant and, and, and continue to work. And, and then also because the music is, is ear-catching. I mean, you got to be honest about it. The music is ear-catching, and as we get older, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, our musical tastes start to change a little bit. You can't be... Uh, uh, <clears throat> fifty years old talking about let me stroke you up. No, that ain't that ain't. <laughs> it's, it's time to change your time to change your your your, your lyrics a little bit, your, your your lyrical content a little bit. So I think that within itself is also um, a bit attractive to to some of the R and B artists as they start to uh, reach their uh, golden ages, so to speak. Well, I tell you, the, the money is definitely out there because um, I, I've been really looking at this, uh, the Blues is All Right Tour. And the Blues is All mm-hmm. Right Tour has been something that has been going on for at least 25 years or maybe a little longer. But it has, mm-hmm. it has got to be huge uh, this last yeah. go-around, you know, mm-hmm. not only in the South, but it's, it's, it's out west. You know, it's in California. It's everywhere. That's all I can say. And uh, everybody wants to jump on the ticket. And uh, it's, it's, it's getting to be uh, in some major venues, some major casinos, some, some major auditorium. So I, that, I'm, I agree with you there. Uh, the, these Southern Soul Blues artists are working, and it's becoming uh, interesting. And these cats are seeing where they can make money and they can still be relevant, like you said, with uh, a crowd of season, seasoning uh, fans, because and like you say, as we grow older, our taste in music change. We still like to dance. We may still like right. to go out to a venue and have a little fun, but we just don't want to hear that booty shaking, you know, set you up kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Sean, you you can jump in at any time. I mean. Because this is the DJ Sean show with co-host Adiva. You know, I, I could ask questions forever and ever because this is what I do and this is what I love. But uh, DJ Sean, come on, let's um, go. Jump in. <laughs> Vicka, uh, you, you, you were saying, you know, you know, com- about, you know, these artists coming in. I, I agree with you 110%, man. I, you know, they're coming in and, 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 and giving themselves – 
titles that they haven't earned or deserve. And you got other ones that are putting their stamp on other ones and telling them that they're better than this one and that one. I go on, go on, on and on. You you know the business and and man, I'm telling you, man. Um, for for it to be the way it, it is, man, it's really kind of tarnishing. To my opinion, it's kind of like tarnishing, you know, like the brand a little bit because you have, you know, the rapping, the tra- even the trail ride, trail ride, aren't the, the original trail ride. They didn't went from, you know, doing uh, blind dances to twerking and stuff now, you know what I mean? And, and it's not, right. I mean, they even got the horses twerking, you know, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and that's not a good look for the kids, you know, when you allow, you know, for that to come in and take away from what was already generational and you come in and you want to change it. I feel, I feel the, you know, the heat coming from you because I'm, I'm with you. I'm behind you with that because I say that all the time. You can't, how the hell are you going to come up? You the queen of what? So you better than the ones that, you know, you, you better than the ones that, that paved the way and you coming over from another genre you couldn't sing in. You follow what I'm saying? You coming over from one, you can't sing over there. And then you coming over here and you still can't sing. And then you allow an idiot to tell you, you yeah, you the queen, the queen of Southern soul, man, please. Right. Right. I, I, I made a decision years ago, man, that, that, that no matter what happened to the music, because I saw it started to change. I saw how, in some cases, now this ain't true for everybody, but in some cases, the the music and the quality of the music started to become watered down. And and I made a decision years ago that no matter what 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 the trend was, what the trend became, I was going to stick to my style of production, and 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 do my best to make sure that my music maintain a certain standard or a certain quality, regardless of what other people were doing. And, and you know, I, I've even, I know some artists who have went in the studio and tried to record music that was not of a certain standard on purpose, just to try and flow with the truth, mm. you know? Wow. And, and I, I, I made the decision that I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, didn't, I just decided I wouldn't do that. And and it's just my opinion. I believe that even if it if it's not, uh, you know, doesn't happen right away, cream always rises to the top. That's right. Yeah, yeah man, about yeah. that. Well, man, let's get into one of your songs, man. This is what they out there doing. They day drinking. So we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Man, I'm so glad to be off work today. Well, look at here. My baby is texting me. Let's see. I have some things for you to do today. What all do you have planned? <laughs> what do I have planned? Baby, I tell you what I got planned. What a tangeray is. Cause all I'm doing is. Daddy tricking and I'm thinking of you. Daddy tricking and I'm thinking of you. Said I'm day drinking. Daddy tricking and I'm thinking of you. Daddy tricking and I'm thinking of you. I ain't doing no work today Just 
chores Man, she gotta be tripping Cause it's my day off and I'm not doing anything And I don't care how much he fuss and complain I'm about to just chill and drink Cause working ain't nowhere on my brain Cause I work five days a week Eight hours on my own my feet So I ain't doing nothing today But just sipping on some tanqueray And listening to some blues and enjoying my day And thinking about my sweet lady Just gonna let the time pass away So if she asks me what I'm doing today I'ma tell her
That's what's up. <laughs> so as I say, that'll definitely make the playlist in the Tahoe. Definitely. I'm pull up to the trail ride mm-hmm. company. Also, also, just just so everybody knows that we we recently shot a video for that. Uh, very fun videos, man. I had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, got a little comedy in it. So uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, everybody's listening. Get a chance go check it out. Uh, Rick Allen Day Drinking video on YouTube. All right. Yeah, this song is smooth, laid back. You know, as soon as it, as soon as it came on, it was just like, yeah, this is, you know, that beat. The beat is what got me. So I was like, you know, I like it, man. I'm a fan it's anyway. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm a yeah, fan. You guys are talking. You guys are talking about laid back. I'm, I'm gonna come at you real from the latest standpoint. You can be as smooth as you want to. You can drink as much cognac as you want to. You can be day drinking, but that honeydew list better be done when I get home. Neither of us be day drinking and, and do too much day drinking. You don't get your honeydew list done. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at your video now. I like your shoes. I like your I like your Nikes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's fine and dandy, but that list better get done. <laughs> Let me yeah, you know what? I actually I actually wrote that, man, probably five years ago and, and I never did anything with it, so uh we decided to uh release it last year and uh one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Because I like to push the boundaries. I like to blend Musical styles, you know. I'm sure you can tell it's got a little R&B and, and the beat may even some people may even call it a little hip hop ish, you know. But but I like to try to blend styles and, and, and you right. know just push the boundaries a little bit. Right. Yeah. It, you know, uh, Rick. A while ago, you mentioned about you know the music. You know, the music has kind of like gotten away um, from you know from what it's supposed to stand for and whatnot. Let me ask you this question. If there was something that you could do, what would it be? You know, how would you fix it? Mm. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm like this. I, I have respect. You know, one thing I learned over the years was, you know, male waiters used to say something. Man used to mm-hmm. tell me that I he used to call me a singer. He said, You're a singer singer. He said, You can sing your butt off. Mel would say, well, I'm not that, that great of a singer. He said, But you ain't find anybody that can out entertain me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's when I started to learn, you know, the difference, you know, uh uh so you know, that taught me that, you know, I, I had so much respect for him as an entertainer and and I learned that that, you know, Judging people by their voice—that's that's only half of the you know, half of the battle, so to speak. Right. So, uh, I think if I could change anything, I just would want everyone, you know, regardless of your style, regardless of your voice, to to do your best to keep your music as quality as possible. You know, I I have um, I've been blessed to where I have relationships with a few radio stations uh, that. 
that don't typically play Southern Soul music. But, mm-hmm. you know, because of my relationship with them, they, they, they always play my music. And one of, one of, one of the uh, barometers you can always use is if, if uh, just, just pick an R&B artist, if, uh, if uh, Stokely or mm-hmm. Keith Sweat, if a Keith Sweat record goes off and yours comes on behind it, then you're going to be able to tell if your music is at a certain quality or not because you're going to hear the difference. Exactly. Oh, and, exactly. And that's true. You're going to hear the difference because, because artists like Keith Sweat and, and uh, uh, you know, I'm just trying to throw some names out. Keith Sweat and... and, and top, uh, top 40 top forty artists, you yeah, know, A-list yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Their yeah. music is yeah. going to be of a certain quality, sonically, sound-wise. Yeah. And, and if your music can't come on behind them and sound just as good, then you aren't putting out the quality of music that you should be putting out. Exactly. And that, that's the only thing I would change. I think some guys go in the studio and they just they come up with a little clanker, clanker track is what I call it, clanker, clanker. And they, they, they go in somebody's bathroom and, and sing a note or two and put it out. And And sometimes... Sometimes it hits with people just because of the, the feel or the content. And that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Kudos to them. But I think it, 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 it's, it's imperative for us to do our best to keep the music as quiet as possible because that's what, for years, that's what we've always heard about Southern Soul, that right. it wasn't good enough to be played on certain radio stations. Yeah. Sonically, sound-wise. I, yeah. I think... I think Go ahead, Diva. That's why when I work at 102 JKX, the iHeart radio station, uh, uh, my operations manager allowed me that freedom to play. And I have to say, uh, your music, uh, Calvin's music, and even uh, Willie Clayton or either Omar, I can mm-hmm. blend some of that in with the R&B songs that I was playing on the station. And I got no beef from management, whether that was uh, – the operations manager or the regional manager because the music was so well produced and the lyrics were so smooth. Exactly like you say, if I played a, uh, if I played a baby face or whoever, a Mary J. Blige or whoever I played, to put your music right after it or right in between it, it had such a wonderful flow. Uh, it, it, it never missed a beat. It never messed up. My numbers on the space, and I never lost any lose, uh, listeners. Nobody ever complained. So I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. I think that's that's the only thing I would change. That really is. I know, like I said, I, I I've been producing since I was 15, and I can hear when someone's put time into a record, and when they when they yeah. really tried to make it sound good, and when they just threw something together and stuck it out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, sometimes those records that they just throw together stick out there. Sometimes they do very well with people because of, like I said, either the lyrical content or the, the feel of the record. But I just think, you know, that's cool. But, but I mean, we're, we're going for there's a bigger picture here. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I'm yeah. going to say this. And everybody knows, you know, I run my mouth and I don't care who don't like it. You know, when you, you like you said, Vic, we know 
You've been in this business long. It's like I've been in this business long. I know when a song is trash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. ones that, that that are making the trashy songs, every damn week, every two weeks, they got a song coming out. <laughs> they got a song coming out. They got a song coming out. They got a song. What are you in a what are what what are you in a race for? What are you trying to prove? There's nothing that you're proving that you're wasting your time yeah. and money on trash instead of wasting your money on something that's really mixed down and mastered right for radio. Because that's your right. goal. Your yeah, goal yeah. is what to get your music heard on radio. Right, get airplay. <laughs> exactly. That's what, just like you said, being you know behind a a Mary J. Blige in front of a Keith Sweat. That's good. That's good to be in right. to be on a slot like that in a in a prime time time at that. You follow what I'm saying? Instead of late at night when you sleep, you don't right. know. But, right. but, but you know what I'm saying? You able to come on me like damn, my song behind a Mary J. Blige or Rihanna or somebody like that. You know, that's a that's an honor and a privilege to have your music like that. But the what you said a while ago, the ones that are out here with the trashy mix and master, they claim there's mix and master. First of all, half of them just go in and, and complete a song and they want to, you want know, in a rush for somebody to play it. And as soon as right. it comes on, you can tell when a song hasn't been mixed down and mastered right. Absolutely can. That's right. Yep. 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 And this is my that's, that's, today, that's what I would change. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, we, no. Uh, since we can't see each other's mouth, we don't know when anybody's finished talking. Uh, but uh, I, I listened to about eight songs that were in my email today. One of those songs was radio playable. One. The hmm. rest of them, I just deleted them uh, because, just like uh, DJ Sean said, they're putting out songs every month. And because they are putting out songs every month, and somebody who has a playlist, whether it's a legit playlist or whether it's just a DJ saying that they have a playlist, they're adding those songs to their playlist. And when I go down and look at their playlist, I take the time to listen to the songs that they have on the playlist. And I promise you, about 70% of those songs, in my opinion, are not worthy. Does that work? Yeah, I think and and what I think what's happening in a lot of those cases is a lot of artists they they put out songs like that for social media and for the internet and and with no intention of trying to get radio, uh, you know, no real intention at least. You know, if they if they get somebody on a station to play it once or twice, you know, okay, good. But you know, I, I don't. I, I, some people think that that. Uh, that's all you need is the internet, but I'm here to tell you that's not true. Uh, people no. are still listening to the radio. People, the radio is, is still very important. Uh, if it wasn't, then you, you, then you know those top forty artists wouldn't be going for radio like they are. Yep, and wouldn't be making the kind of money they make it when they do concerts. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, let's get into another jam, and we'll be right back. Well, 
crosser. Man, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you ain't bad with them people. <laughs> everybody you <the> name. <laughs> Damn, you put everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are my friends, man. All my friends. You know, one of the one of the one of the uh you know, one thing I I like to that I'm happy to be able to say that you know, me starting in music so young, I I had the opportunity to work with and know those artists, Tyrone Davis, Johnny Taylor, um, Marvin C. I got to work with them and, and was cool with them, you know, at a young age, man. And, and and everything that I learned from them, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to cover that song because uh, Marvin was such a character, man. And, and but But musically, Man, listen, when Marvin was, was doing them shows, man, I, I don't know what it was, but he just had something that, that the ladies couldn't take, man. They loved this <laughs> Marvin Seas, man. I'm telling you, man. They, they, they were crazy about some Marvin. I, I've seen it with my own eyes so many times. I, I, I did just real quick, I did a, we did a, they did a show. I wasn't on the show. I was there. Uh, in Greenwood, Mississippi. And uh, let's see, I think it was Tyrone, it was Marvin Seas, it was Willie Clayton, and somebody else was on the show. It might have been, it might have been, um, uh, what's his name? Patches, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Saints Patches and, and, uh, Stroking. Uh, 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 Stroking. Uh, Carter, uh, That's right. That's right. Man, listen, it was such a good show from start to finish. Everybody got up and did their thing. And they had Marvin C's closing the show. And I said, man, Marvin could go home, man. He ain't going to be the same behind all this pressure, man. Man, please. <laughs> Marvin got on that stage, man. <laughs> and 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 them folks waited to hear him, and he did his thing so bad that night. I was like, man. So anyway, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to cover that song. And I think, you know, the influence of those those artists like that, I think that has a lot to do with me wanting to keep, you know, the soul alive in this music and wanting to keep the music as as, as quality and, and as good as I possibly can. My my you know, having them as mentors that I got to meet and know so well when I was young. Younger, let me say younger. I don't wanna say I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Vic, I um, I didn't um, I didn't see this uh, particular show, but I knew this particular show was going to happen, and mm-hmm. I got a chance to talk to all of you all. O V C, tell uh, Sh- Sean and uh, Mike about O V C and what it stands for. <laughs> o V C that that stands for Omar, Vic, and Calvin. Uh, back. Uh, I don't know how many years has that been. I, I saw there was a memory that popped up on Facebook just yesterday. It's funny you bring that up. Exactly. Uh, uh, I, I can't. I think it was, was it thirteen years ago. Thirteen. It's been, a, it's, been, it's been about thirteen years ago because it's been uh, about thirteen. Years I had ago. just yep. Yeah, I had just left Hattiesburg uh, and moved to Florida, and the show was going to happen, and. Um, uh, just you tell them about it. I, I I heard some of the stories and I only got to see a small clip of it. But I do know that you guys were awesome together that night. 
Yeah, we um Calvin was um how do I say it? He was he was kind of transitioning uh to uh working a little more on the Southern Soul side. And mm-hmm. we uh you know, me, Omar and Calvin, we became real cool and we decided to go out and do some shows together. So that was just one of many. We did several shows together, yeah. But that particular show, uh, it was a really great show because that venue was very, very nice. What was the name of that club? Um, club Club Memories. Club Memories. Oh, my goodness. That's one of the nicest clubs ever, period. That was a very, very nice club. And and uh, uh, it was just a good show where Calvin was a little sick that night. He, he caught a cold. But we exactly. still wound up uh, – yeah, we we still wind up uh, doing a great show, and uh, we would always close with a song together. Uh, Omar, Vic, and Calvin would sing a song together, and I think it was uh, we would do "Before I Let Go" by Blackstreet. Exactly. Uh, man, we had, we had some great times doing those shows, man. Really, really great times. OVC, uh, our, our our little uh, catchphrase we would say, uh, "Am I my brother's keeper?" And we'd say, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I ran across an interview that came on my timeline uh, uh, this morning and of me interviewing Calvin, and he talked about that. He talked about that uh, he really uh, hoped that you all would have an opportunity at some point to uh, to do it again uh, because it was such an enjoyable uh, uh, memory for him. And I, I what you're talking about uh, – people like uh, Mel Waiters and, you know, and all those other cats being on the stage together. I could see how the three of you all worked together on the stage, covered each other when somebody's voice wasn't right for a certain part, or somebody could hit a high note, or somebody could, you mm-hmm. know, come in and, and do wop or whatever you do behind each other without even practicing. And that takes knowing where your range is, knowing music, and understanding what you want to give the crowd and what you want to show them that working together with somebody is a good thing and you don't always have to be uh, stabbing somebody in the back or trying to, you know, steal the, the stage and all of that. I agree totally, yeah. And and uh, here, you know, uh, here lately one of my biggest partners musically has been Terry Wright. We've been doing a lot right. of uh, yeah. We've been doing a lot of stuff together. We've got uh, a couple of songs out together now, and I've got one uh, song that nobody's heard. Probably I'll probably release it next year. Terry and I did. As a matter of fact, we actually talked about doing a whole album together uh, coming up real soon. Uh, thinking about naming it the Best of Both Worlds, and oh, wow. uh, you know, we do a lot. Of, we do a whole lot of shows together, and it's the same kind of situation. Uh, uh, you know, we do a show together, and sometimes I get a mic and, and, and stand behind the stage to sing background for Terry. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I just enjoy oh, wow. it. I really do. I do. Go ahead, Diva. I was just saying, yeah. wow, what what, ter- what um, Vic was saying. Well, well, Vic, now I know that you're doing more shows uh, and that, that you have to uh, – you have to kind of weed out what you will, what you won't do, what you can and what you can't do, because you can't always be on the road and not be spending quality time with your family, 
spending quality time with yourself, you know, writing, practicing, and just relaxing. Because I know when you're on that stage, though, that 30 minutes or an hour takes so much out of you. Or you, do you have a schedule set where you say, I'm only going to do three shows this month, two shows this month? Or do you just basically just, you know, just play it by, well, let me see whether or not this is in an area where I want to leave home for a certain amount of time. How do you make those decisions on which shows you're going to take? You just said it. Uh, I, I make that decision based on uh, distance and time, basically. Uh, I, I've been traveling, singing professionally since I was 18 years old. And when, during those days, when I was with the Cannes Spirituals, we travel traveled. I mean I mean we, we traveled three days a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every weekend. We 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 may have gotten, you know, five weekends out of the year off, but it was every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm talking Boston, I'm talking Minneapolis, Minnesota, I'm talking mm. California, Washington State in that blue Eagle bus we had. And I've traveled and flown so much to where now uh, I'm very selective. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't turn down a lot of shows, but I'm, at the same time, I'm very selective about uh, do I really want to go over there? Do I really want to travel that far? <laughs> you know, do, I, I am. I mean, you know, I, 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 I've gotten to that point in life, and, and you know, uh, I, I won't say. Let's let's just say. Uh, I, I I think I'm more focused on on recording and, and producing now than I am traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes yeah. sense. Makes uh, sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I I just that that grind of of three days a week, three days a weekend, every weekend. I I'm, I I don't think I can do that now. I certainly don't want to. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I missed you, you, you know, my my kids were young, my kids were young, and I missed a lot of birthdays. Thankfully, they 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 understood and they didn't hold it against me. I missed a lot of birthdays and holidays and uh, 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 school plays and recitals and and, and and band performances and plays. I, I missed a lot of stuff, man, and. and, and you know, like I said, thankfully they didn't hold it against me. They understood, but you know, I I, I think I, I I don't know if I could do it over. I might would do it a little different because yeah, I missed right. a lot of that. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Well, you know what? Like I said, uh, uh, you have been uh, been blessed with a wonderful voice, uh, so people are always going to want to hear you and. Uh, uh, promoters are always going to want to book you on shows, and I know that gets to be a little bit difficult to turn down sometimes, especially when they keep on throwing those those dollar signs that you were mad. Uh, what's your price? And you said, well, is, well, we got that. And you said, well, I still owe it. They said, well, what if I give you this? Well, what if I give you this? You know, and I know some of that gets to be a little bit um, – uh, it's hard to turn it down sometimes, but I, I have to say I commend you for, for making that decision that you cannot do as many as you used to uh, because of family reasons. And at some point, you do have to make a decision, which is more important, 
which is going to uh, feed my spirit uh, and my soul in the long run, you know. Yeah. Well, that also leads to if the terms aren't exactly like, uh, you know, like I want them to be, then, you know, it's, 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 it's easier to say, nah, let's, let's not do that. You know, and speaking of terms, um, I, don't, I don't know whether we've ever talked about this. Um, in, in your terms of your contract, now, uh, some, I, I, I'm, this is a promoter question and just a nosy question from some of my listeners, too. Um, when you book a show, are all of your shows uh, overnight shows? Or are there some shows that you just, they're close enough where you say, hey, I'll make that run and I'll make that, and I'll make that drive back home? Or do you just specifically say, hey, when I finish doing this show, I have got to get some rest before I get on this road, before I get on this plane, or however you're traveling? I have a three-hour rule. Anything okay. over three hours, I'm not going to try to go back home. And I have a driver. I have a driver that drives drives me, but but anything over three hours, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to rest after the show. Go home the next day. Makes sense. Makes sense. Three hours, is, and it may seem. I mean, because if you're traveling, I mean, you know, like I said, when I was younger, it didn't matter. I, I drive all night, every night, you know, night several nights a weekend, didn't good care. But you right. know, the roads gotten a little more dangerous, and 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 a lot of more stuff going on now. And, Anything more than three hours, I'm 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 gonna get some rest. Go home the next day. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. DJ Sean over there breathing. That's also that's also <laughs> you know good that you look at you look out for uh you know your drive you know since you have a driver as well too man so you know a lot of them right you know, oh I got a driver you know I can push them you know so it's you know. That's you know thumbs up to you for you know doing seeing that as well and I'm like you anything over that's how it was when I when I referee well we didn't have no other choice but when I did college ball we already knew that we were gonna get there a day early and then the the next day if the game was on a Saturday we would stay in that city for another night and then and then they would send us home on a Monday. So I yeah, I understand that. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, because uh, with these a lot of times with these shows, you the show may not end till one o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. And sometimes later than that, sometimes two in the morning. And if you got more than three hours to drive, you know, even with a driver, you're talking about getting home at five, six in the morning. Nah, that's Let's 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 lay down and, and get up and leave at ten a.m. and and we'll be home, you know, twelve one o'clock, and that's that. Everybody's rested, and you know, I mean, because the the most important thing is 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 is, is getting home safe for everybody. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, you know, Vic, if y'all are at twelve, you know, after eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, that's like um um. It's a stripper. That's stripper hours right there at the club, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But it happens, man. It, it happens a lot, man. Sometimes yeah. we don't we don't even get on stage till midnight. Sometimes. I remember I doing you. a show in uh, Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, My hometown. I can't remember the name. Oh, yeah. I can't can't remember the name of the club, but it was off in the woods, and and the guy. 
it was 10 o'clock, and he kept saying, I said, so what time do you want me to perform? Because well, there wasn't a whole lot of people there. And he said, just just, just wait a little longer, man. I don't want you. I said, well, man, it's, it's already 10 o'clock. He said, no, nah, just wait a little longer. So about uh, 11.30, he said, well, you can go ahead and perform. So I got on stage, and after about 30 minutes of me being on stage, man, I don't know what happened, but about <laughs> 150 people came from nowhere. They just came. I, I don't know where they came from. And, and they just bum-rushed in the club and started partying and dancing, and, and we wound up uh, extending the show a little while because people came in, and, I was, and that's why he said, that's why I was telling you to wait because these people don't come out till like, midnight. I'm like, well, dang. Midnight? <laughs> <laughs> they don't come out till midnight, guys. Damn, that's some so, partying right there, boy. <laughs> right, right. So, that, you know, that happens a lot, especially in small towns, man. They 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 have the rounds they make. They have several clubs. Go to this club first, that place second, and they'll wind up at this place last. So so that's mm. I think that's what happened that night. So yeah, sometimes that happens, man. We, we, late nights, late nights, and, and and you know, uh, uh, just just try to be safe and and, and keep everybody safe on the road. Yeah. And this, right. that's how it's always been. Uh, this has always been in my hometown. Cause, uh, that's Columbus, Mississippi. Got my radio start there, you know, still go back now. And even now, when they have something, uh, whether they have it at the convention center, whether they have it at the Yo Bar, or whatever they're having it at, those cats, uh, girls and guys, they don't go out until late. The, the club doesn't start right. getting packed till about 10, 30, or 11. And uh, you, you're not, don't look to go on stage before 12. So uh, you need to go ahead. If you're in the hotel room, go ahead and get you a nap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get your alarm clock and wake up about ten. An old friend of mine, I, I heard uh, he I heard he passed away. Uh, uh, Club Legends. You remember Club Legends in Columbus? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, he, he's the owner. The owner that passed away a few years ago, but but that was one of those spots. The same kind of situation, man. Late night yep. spot. Even on Sundays. Sunday was their big night. Big night. The, it, it, Sunday was Sunday was his biggest night, and they still wouldn't come out till ten, eleven o'clock on Sunday night. I'm like y'all ain't got to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. That was Mike. That was Mike and Mike Allen uh, that owned that club that you're talking about. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yep, yep, Mike Allen. Yeah, and they they listen. They still do that in Hattiesburg. They don't go out until late. I mean, and and yeah. I don't understand. How they get up and go to work? <clears throat> now, listen, I was one of those people because if you remember, uh, even at Club Memories, we always say the doors open at, sometimes we said the door open at 8, show start 9. That means that people weren't going to start twinkling in until about 10 o'clock. But That's when right. you hit that stage, they, they wanted you to be finished by 1230 or 1, no later than 1, so they can get home, get a few hours sleep, get up the next morning, and make it to work. We couldn't we couldn't schedule a show for doors uh, open open at six showtime at seven. Nobody was there. Yeah, that's I right. They ain't coming that early. Like, they're not coming that early for no reason. You know, but uh, that's that's how that's how it is. That's why I'm surprised now uh, that people are doing things a little bit earlier. I guess they're trying to break the mold and get people to start coming out a little bit earlier, having a good time. And because of what you just said, there are so many 
things that are happening when you are out in the street past a certain hour that they want them to come out and do what they've got to do and make it back home at a reasonable time. Make it home safely and at a reasonable time. That's right. Yep. Yep. Right. yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into another one. Be right back. You know, a lady came up to me after the show one night just crying so hard. I said, baby, what's wrong? She said, I'm in a forbidden love affair. I said, what's that? She said, let me tell you what that is. Here's what she said. Well, it must have been that red dress that she wore to Sunday school. The preacher smiled and winked his eyes and said, I need to talk to you. So he gave her the number to his private phone and said, call me later on. And they hooked up and did grown up stuff. She said, I know I did wrong. Here's what she said.
forbidden love affair. Wow. Now, you know what? I think DJ Sean being messy. Oh man! I think he'd be a mess because he played that. He played that in part one and 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 had some choice words about it. I think he played it again for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm I'm about pissing somebody off tonight or a couple of people off. But yeah, man. Nah, man, it's, it's you. You're you. You one of the you one of those southern soul artists, man. That when you hear your music, you can be like, man, that's Vic. You know what I mean? That that's nobody but Vic Allen, because you're, you know what I mean. You have that same that same voice that's that's like, you know, you stop what you're doing, like, who the hell is singing that? You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> yeah, who the hell is singing like that? You know, so yeah, that's why you know you one of the one of the many that I can say that has a unique style, and you have that unique style that's that you know you can tell oh, that's that's a Vic Allen song right there. Yeah, and I appreciate it. that's what I that's what I go for when I record. That's exactly what I go for. Yeah. Well, what about you, Money Mike? And we got Scrap Iron on the line as well too. Well, see. I played a forbidden love affair. Scrap popped up. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Always where I ain't supposed to be. Well, well, well. <laughs> you know, I think I said this when I was on the show, Vic, the last time he played this song. And I, I said it's sad that a, something about it very story is what missed uh, it. It didn't mess my ideology up in the word because, you know, they say right. you study to show yourself approval. So as you grow, right. you learn to study for yourself. But, you know, when I, I seen Pastor Man uh, dealing with the women <laughs> that he had us on their daughters, and I, I can't I can't tell y'all, man, how that, that, that changed a lot. Of that. Ooh, man, that, that, that opened my eyes to some things, man, because I, I just, like, man... All in church at the Baptist Youth Academy just got to have 18 dates. We there for a week. I got to have 18 in two days, and the next three days I got to have 27 because, like I said, that pastor just, he just messed us up, had a sing in the choir, had a doing our rap <laughs> for the community, yeah. and like, now go get on her daughter. Y'all see how Mike is being very selective with his words on that one. Yeah, I'll be right. right. <laughs> I, you, I mean, <laughs> like I said, when I heard it. That's a good boy. I, That's a good boy. <laughs> they say you want you in the church. That's a good boy. You know, I, like yeah. I said, when I heard it the first time, I said more directly. I was like, man, he done found out something about me. I thought I had really gotten away from him. I like, hmm. I like, I, I like, I think I was in the back of the room listening to you, so I just dug my head down like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh no, sir! Man, we—I haven't met you. Who told you this? <laughs> but right. I, I love this song. I love it. Well, I, I just gonna buy this. I, my my I'm my, gonna, my I'm just gonna help put that message out there a little bit deeper for you. There you go. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. <laughs> we, there's a uh, there's also a video. It's an old video now because that song. That That's all you had to say. I'm going. I'm going to go post it right now. But you, yeah, you told me the wrong video. thing. I'm going. 
<laughs> what, what's the direct name? Because I'm on YouTube, Vic Allen. Is Vic Allen Forbidden Love Affair official video? Forbidden. Yeah, Forbidden Love Affair. There he is, right there. Yeah, so my time, you know, my time on the road with the Cannon Spirits, man, I, I I saw a lot of stuff, man, a lot of gospel artists, man. I got stories that I, I probably can't share on here, but <laughs> I, I saw a lot, man. I really did. Go ahead, go ahead and start writing you a book. So we can see all. Yeah, I want to be the first one to buy the book. It's funny you say that, but that's actually something I I, I thought about doing, but I got to do it in a way that that don't have everybody in the world pissed off at me. Change the name. Change the name. Change the name. Change the name. Yeah, I think, you know, I actually thought about it. I I think, you know, that, that may be something I do in the future. Cause I got a bunch of stories, man. I could, I, I mean, one day, hope we offline. I, I, I tell you something, and I, I promise you, your mouth, <laughs> your mouth will be on the floor. <laughs> well, Vic, you, you, you meant even after you saw all those stories, you still maintain um, your innocence somewhat, because you know sometimes that stuff you get in your head, or, 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 and you could say it's okay, and you start saying, well, I understand why they do it. It's okay, but we all know that if you are a man of the cloth, that some of those things you just they don't, they're not right in the eyes of the Almighty, you know. Right, but, right, right. And then, then, but then we hear people say that uh, that ministers are men first, and we can't we can't put them above anything else other than that. But uh, well, you know, the, the Bible says different, so. <laughs> you know, right? It right. does. It, it absolutely says differently that that, that 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 when you're called, you're supposed to be called out as well. So which means you don't do what everybody else does, right? So you know, that's 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 the go, go ahead and write statement. the book. Well, write I, the you book know what? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it. Write the book. And if Tell I get in trouble, it's your fault. <laughs> uh, I'll co-sign it. You can you can uh, say Diva told me to do trouble, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. If I you, get in trouble, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame you for. It. If you write this book, could you poke? You know the books where they have a little point to the side and they have a little side note reference. Just put over there and money Mike said. So you ain't got to bear it alone, brother, because I'm there with you. Because that 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 look. I'm always say I'm open book. So if you, if you want to ask me something, as long as you're ready to hear the truth. If you ask me, what, what, what did you call it, Money Mike? The, the Baptist, what what did you call it? The Baptist Youth Encampment. The Baptist Youth Encampment, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, so I tell you there's going to be a chapter in there called uh, Laying Hands. Oh, oh, let, me, let, me, let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Man, look here. Absolutely. Look here, when when you can't, I, when, uh, when I your, don't want to see them eyes because of milk carton. <laughs> when when you see when your young guys see sister such and such with uh, when you see us and such and such with deacon such and such, and you know that both of them left deacon and us a uh, mate or husband or wife at home, and your eyes don't call it all, and you just like. I, it made me understand R. Kelly's Keep It on the Down Low a lot better at that moment. I was like, mm. wow, like, wow, like, okay. wow. And then they just look at you like, <laughs> you get to look and they look at you because you see them and they see you and you like, 
and they and they and when they look and say, what you call the room right next door? Don't y'all haven't you been talking to her for a couple of days? Yes, ma'am. I'm going next door. But I saw. Hey, you know the plan church picnic. Hmm. Hmm. they playing crap? Oh, we got uh. Think, you know they playing. The, they playing in the church picnic. Y'all going to hell. Y'all going to hell. Y'all, y'all, uh, Sean, you see how I got real quiet. Let, let the lightning strike on that side of the world. That's right. Louisiana. <laughs> Stay the hell away from It is kind of cloudy right world. now, so let me shut up. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. I, uh, I, I just got to say, hold on a second. I just got to say okay. this real quick. Uh, what what my man, you know Vic at the at the table, the color purple. What he said, my God, the dead has arisen. Double chocolates on the phone. What is y'all? Welcome to the show. She she said the shenanigans coming out. And they was coming full. Nah, they she ain't saying nothing. Hey, there she is. There yeah, she is. My God. My God, it has arisen. Yeah, we got Mr. Vic Allen on here. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Mr. Vic Allen. Hey, we just finished. We just finished playing this song. He wants to know: Do you have any forbidden love affairs? <laughs> well, my cash app is. Here we go with that too. You got to pay the play, baby. Let me get this $10 ready. Uh, let me just see if they give me one name. I'm ready. $10? I'm ready. You must be just trying to see a regular picture. Listen, I want to hear about these bitches. You know what? Yeah. And we'll start the bid. Since your cash app is, I'll start the bidding at 10. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Dollar sign, R-A-S-M-A-R-I-E. Make it real. Solicit. They're soliciting. I'm sorry about that, Vic. Now Vic ain't coming back. Right, it's all good. <laughs> right, it's all good. It's all good. Let the church say get, amen. Get your money, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. All right. Lord have mercy, boy. Everybody going to hell tonight. <laughs> I can do this on the bullet train. He's going to get there quick. Uh huh. And, and Mr. Vic Allen, you know the crazy thing about when I said that Baptist Music Academy, it was it would switch every other year between Gremlin University and Southern University. Oh lord! During the summer, Daddy, that's how big it was. It had to be held at a college campus. Hmm. Do they still do it? Uh, I think they still do. Hmm. I think they okay. do. Well, yeah, they do it because now they they moved it to Wiley College. They said Wiley College now. Okay. So the size did shrink down some, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But they ain't got yeah. the easels that used to be in there, right, Ross? Uh, I mean, I don't think you know. You know, it's a different there generation go. now. There, there you go, being selected with his words. You know. Yeah. The generational gap has changed, and the things that may be uh, indoctr—I mean, uh, 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 put it forth in front of the the vicarious young people—they may have changed some things. But 
I mean, I, I know of big ass one words. certain deacon and pastor still going. I know. I know. It, 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 it's, it's real. It's real. I mean, that's, that's why I wrote the song. It's real. It's definitely real. Well, can I hear the song? Because I missed it. My cash if app is. Get paid, Sean. Please, and say it now. How about that? You know, a lady came up to me after a show one night just crying so hard. I said, baby, what's wrong? She said, I'm in a forbidden love affair. I said, what's that? She said, let me tell you what that is. Here's what she said. Well, it must have been that red dress that she wore to Sunday school. The preacher smiled and winked his eyes and said, I need to talk to you. The number to his private phone and said, Call me later on. And they hooked up and did grown up stuff. She said, I know I did wrong. Here's what she said. Kiss on the job. You know something ain't right with that. Oh, 
when they do that, you gotta look them in the eye and tell them the same thing I told my preachers. I said, listen here, Reverend. Now, don't bother mine. Show no more. 
All the lies being told <laughs> on the damn radio. <laughs> and if I wouldn't have got on, they'd be like, why she being chain came on? Y'all love when I come on. Mr. Vicky, like you, you just bring that ooh out. Yes, ma'am. You just make it one ooh on that. Big, 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 don't fall. Big, don't you friends with uh, big, I'm gonna I'm ask you, you friends with um, you friends with um, Jesse James? Yes, yes. <laughs> next time he called Jesse James, next time he talked to Jesse James. Tell him you met Double Chocolate and see how he at. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell, tell him me. I said I miss him. for the show. <laughs> tell him I said I miss him. <laughs> yeah, his ass got banned from the show. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> that's not hey, good. Big not Ooh. once, not twice. Well, he tried us a third <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask what happened. <laughs> double chocolate. Oh, all I'm going to say double chocolate. A double scoop. Yep. Well, I didn't do nothing. That's all I'm going to say. I'm he, we, we, I was in the middle, the middle of <laughs> the interview. <laughs> he said, he can't clear out of blue. Well, I guess I got to go now. Thank you for having me on the show. Click it. In the middle of his own interview, we couldn't do it the first time because he was so distracted <coughs> on double chocolate. We brought him back a second time. Brought him back the second time. He was distracted again, her and her her purring and stuff like that. So we did the second time. He got he got caught, and then and then he snuck on the third time and got caught. <laughs> I'm innocent. No chocolate. No mm-hmm. chocolate. You dangerous. Who oh, me? <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't call me double for nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Because <laughs> if you see that double, let me be quiet. Don't do don't get real big. Don't ask for it. It's a trick. You heard what Richard Pryor said. Don't go to Louisiana. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and go yeah. see Mr. Don't, don't do it, Sean. <laughs> don't do it. Don't talk about it. I got to take you go see Miss Rudolph. She's going to go mm-hmm. and pull that big old basin out and squat and piss for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Don't do it. Uh, oh, Diva, Diva uh, you got a shout out you want to give real quick? Someone that listening yeah. to the show? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to JJ, who's the manager of J.L. Thompson, who we talked to uh, uh, just a few nights ago. He's tuned in. He's a huge fan of, of Mr. Vic Allen, and um, I think he's just tuned in. I don't think he's on the phone where he can be uh, patched in because he just texted me and said he's listening. So I just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, and thanks for uh, tuning in. And as you always say, if you want to book Jay on Thompson, you know what to do. Contact JJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, bro. Yeah. 
All right, let's get into another one. I just got some more music, man. Everybody, everybody, I guess everybody getting tired of Forbidden Lover tonight. They said, damn, they played it when he was on before. He played it again three more damn times. Find something else to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Get It Poppin'. We'll be right back. Ooh.
All right. Let's get it popping. Who chose that song? I, all I was told, Mr. Vic, is to check my email. Okay, okay. Well, all right, all right. well, actually, I just, Vic, actually, I have a, I have a huge catalog of yours, and I just start sending music to Sean. Uh, I, uh, I got a bunch of things I just sent him, and, and you know, whatever Sean wanted to play. Hey, you didn't, what, you didn't like that choice of song? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious to know. Did you choose? Is it one of your favorites, or you just, you just kind of randomly chose? No, actually, I, I play I, all the songs that I've sent Sean. I play them inside the DVD. I, I have a, okay. I have a library of yours that I just play. Uh, you know, I, I go down. I play with current, and then I play some things that uh, have been requested for me to play inside the Divas Den. Okay, okay. I was just curious. Well, that's like one that. of my favorites too. Yeah, that's one of my yeah, favorites yeah. too because that's that's another one where I tried to blend different styles together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I I love you know pushing the boundaries like I said earlier. I like, yeah. I don't, I, you know, trying to make come up with different different styles, different sounds. Yeah, yeah right. mm-hmm. Because what I try to do, Dick, I I try to to play medium to up tempo music because even at my age, I don't like all of my music inside the Divas Den to be slow. I want I want to mm-hmm. make play something that make my listeners want to groove. And then I, that makes them want to move. And when I play in a, a, a different range of music from the, that I that I feature, I want it to be something that that's not only uh, about making love, about being in love, but it's also about about uh, dancing, swinging out, two stepping, or whatever you call it. Mhm. That's good. That's good. Like I said, it yeah. took me back. I had a whole vision that I was in the club two stepping with a, a glass of cup uh, a glass of Hennessy. And, man, I, I like that song. I'm telling you, I was in there. I'm just rocking because I could see me off in there with my my glass. Me and a young lady on the floor, we getting loose on there. So hey, I'm I'm enjoying that's it. And again, I don't put my glass down, so I'm just saying I have my glass when I'm jamming to that. <laughs> I feel that's the third time you didn't mention you didn't mention Hennessy on this call. So I think we already know what you like. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. Now, hey, I received some now. I got you. I got you. We're gonna run. If I run across you one day, drink on me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And honey on me. Oh wait yes, a minute! All <laughs> over. All over. Wait, that's what I was. My bad. What are we talking about? Wait. Yeah, she's in my hey. other camp. Wait, what what are we talking about? Let's get it popping then. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping then, baby. See, see, get it popping. There it is. Mm-hmm. Let's get it popping. So y'all heard about the honey and the henny? Yeah, that, that's what she talking about. I heard about, about the honey, the henny, the strawberries, and the whipped cream. And uh, it always ends up in the same place after uh, you yeah. get the right amount in your system. And that's right, 57 lashes on the Oh, in the class. I'm oh, y'all, y'all, class. y'all know Divas Y'all know Divas did got virgin ears Why are y'all talking like that <laughs> when, right. when double chocolate oh, get on what? That goes completely out the window I, we were talking about You know what Back in the, back in the day 
<laughs> they always used to say that the folks that talk the much about sex do the least when it comes to sex. And, and, the, like quiet to ones, the, and the quiet ones, I like to put that and the, the ones that didn't talk much or that were quiet about it were the ones that would have his nose open. Come on, Ooh, now, tell them. Well, mm-hmm. and you know what I say? <laughs> you know, I'm quiet so, when I need you know, to be quiet, and I'm loud when I'm supposed to be loud. I get it in. How about that? Okay, that's right. right. And you know what? Right. You know what go with? You know what go with two, two, two double scoops? Two big old cherries sitting on the top of them two double scoops. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> two a big ass, wait a minute. A big ass spoon. Wait a minute. A big ass hey, spoon. Hey, they're going to get me banned, and I don't even have room for you. <laughs> wait a minute. Seven a DJ minute. time. I will tell you I will tell y'all this real quick though. Y'all now y'all know I am sure everybody everybody on the call have seen uh have seen Diva, right? Y'all seen Diva. Mm-hmm. Right? Seen pictures of uh-huh. how pretty and how sexy she is, right? Yeah. Well, when I when I first started when I first started performing, you know, you think about ladies in radio. There weren't very many ladies in radio at the time and the ones that were, they weren't pretty. So a lot of us had big crushes on Diva now. And we got to put that out there. <laughs> Diva! That uh-huh. is hilarious. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I've never heard such mm-hmm. a nonsense. That is true. Vic, I believe you, Vic. I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe him too. Mm-hmm. But you know, but she can you know make any excuse she wants tonight, but I believe you, mm-hmm. Vic. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Vic, I got your number. I'm going to call you tomorrow. I need some more tea. Don't do my shit. Leave her business, her business. Uh, you know, I, I just tried to, be, I tried to be nice whenever they came to the station, whenever I saw them. Now, let me tell you this. Now, I, I can say this. I tried to be as cheap and sexy as I could possibly be when I was ever in their presence because I always wanted them to remember me as a lady or as the DJ that looked like what she said her name was, which is the diva. I always wanted to be remembered like that. So, Vic, thank you for that. I, didn't, I did not know that. Nobody ever come on to me. I was always treated like a lady, but but I promise you that I, I can feel and I felt all the love because there was never a time that I called you or any other of the men that were in Southern Soul that I didn't get respect and I got the royal treatment. If I called and said I need the song or if I called and said could you come through and perform for me, nobody ever told me no. Right. To this day, nobody's ever told me no. So you telling me that was because I was cute? <laughs> oh, that that had a lot to do with it. <laughs> uh, Vic, can you do the yes, ma'am? I sure can. Yes, you know that. You know that. Mm-hmm. 
Stop so trying to be shy. Because mm-hmm. so, I know dogs are going well. When I walk out that door sexy, I'm going for something. Mm-hmm. I never, I, I know never, what we I'm do. So old, well, I'm, I'm so old school. I never was taught to use my body like that, you know, as as a bargaining tool. So but nobody, uh, I never did, but if it about helped. using your body as a bargaining tool. You are who you are when you walk into a room. That's right. But that may be true. Now, when I walk in the room, I do I do mean to stop the room and make it sound exactly. good. Now, that, that's what I mean. Now that's, that's something I, I don't play with. I have a, I had a little sister. She passed now. God rest her soul. Four years younger than I am. And she told she used to tell me, she said, sis, I want to be just like you when I grow up. I said, what do you mean? She said, when you walk in a room, she said, I promise you the way you enter the room. And I'm just your sister. She said, I can almost see the room stop. She said, because when you, you walk in the room like you was commanding attention. And I was That's thinking, right. hell, I, I was just walking in the room and trying to look for a seat. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. But thank you for that, Dick. That uh, that that made that made my night. And um, I'm still gonna do do what I normally do, which is be me and be the little old country girl that I am and the diva that I am. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate you for being that. Well, I, I was signed the next the next time you play a song, I have a request if you have it. If not, I'm sending it to you. I want you to play Mississippi Girl for me because that's what I am. Oh yeah. Mississippi girl, y'all, is 
words in this song fit you, as far as I'm concerned, you are a Mississippi girl. Man, I don't care where in this big, beautiful world you might go. There just ain't nothing like a Mississippi girl. Stand up, stand up, Mississippi girl. Yeah, I'm standing up. (laughs) (laughs) Vic, here's a question I have, another question I have for you. Music producers, uh, do you use the same one? Do you use multiple, or are you just your own music producer? There are a few that I... collaborate with. I do most of my producing myself, but there are a handful uh, that I collaborate with. And one is a gentleman named Chris Forrest. He does a lot of work for Willie Clayton. Um, I've known Chris. Actually, I introduced him to Willie. And uh, he's a young guy out of uh, Winona, Mississippi. And I recently started working. And this is a funny story. We were just talking about my driver. My driver is right. actually the producer. He co-produced Mississippi Girl with me. Oh, yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so, so, yeah, he, he's another young producer that I work with. Now, I know you, you, you work with a few writers. You you write yourself, and, again, you work with Willie Clayton and, and, uh, and Omar. Anybody in particular that you'd like to uh, work with, write a song or produce with? I think we, we touched on that a little bit last time. I think one of the, the one of the people that's high on my list is Lacey. I love it's actually something we've talked about several times, but we haven't been able to uh, uh, you know lock it down and make it happen because Lacey, you know, we both our schedules have been kind of conflicting, but we've talked about it several times. That's one person I like to collaborate with. Uh, everybody knows Lacey's voice is just amazing. And uh, her performance in studio and on stage is it's 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 next level. <laughs> you know, yeah, so she, that's, that's that's yeah. She's on she's on a whole island by herself when it comes to performing <laughs> and singing. Man. So yeah, yeah that's what's that's that's the person I'd love to collaborate with right now. And and, and one of the on the male side, I think it would have I'd have to say Labrado. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I can Lombardo see that. does his thing too. Yeah, he does his thing. Now, one of my singer. favorite this 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 is weird. Well, I don't say weird. I don't want to say that. This this is some people look at me a little weird when I say this, but one of my favorite Southern Soul voices is a gentleman from Texarkana, Texas, by the name of Donnie Ray. Really? Donnie Ray. And listen, Donnie Ray has the epitome. He's the epitome of a Southern soul voice to me. <laughs> I played some Dottie Ray, and now and, uh, I'm closing my eyes. And, and you know what, Vic? I, 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 I think you got something there. When I say so, if you think Southern soul, if you think about the term Southern soul, you think about a voice that would fit that term, Southern soul. Uh-huh. 
Donnie Donnie Ray is that voice to me. Now you got other voices. Now I'm not saying other people. You know, you, you like if you say Calvin, for example, Calvin has a more soul slash R and B soul voice. This 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 is just how I categorize. It. And, and and even Omar soul, uh, Willie Clayton soul R and B, but Southern soul Donnie Ray. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> and because I'm familiar with his voice, you you're right. He's probably one of the the last few that still has that southern soul bluesy kind of thing going on that that uh that is soothing um that can stay in the pocket the entire three two and a half three and a half minutes you know you you okay. hit the nail on the head you hit the nail <laughs> on the head it's like a combination to me it's like a combination of the tyrone davis and 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 marvin sees together Wow. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Mr. Donnie Ray. I tell him every time mm-hmm. I see him. Mm-hmm. There ain't a mm-hmm. whole lot of people I would change voices with, but he won up. <laughs> wow. That, that, I let him yeah, to I my baby. <laughs> yeah, Come on, you, you know something about it, Double Chocolate? Baby, yeah, I did say, yeah. I know all about you, Donnie Ray. I seen him. Matter of fact, he was here for one of our festivals. Um, I think we had in May. He performed. Yeah, I love me some Donnie Ray, baby. Yeah, we did a show together about two months ago. I, every time I see him, I tell him the same thing, man. Look, it ain't a whole lot of people I would trade voices with if I could, but you definitely <laughs> want to. So many voices, so many different styles, and and that's what makes us so unique. That's what makes Southern Soul so unique, and 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 that's why I think we we're only going to grow and become more and more popular because yeah. the, the yeah. pool is growing. You know, you got you you start with your Willie Clayton's, and you come all the way down to your your King Georges and your Pokey Bears, and, and there's just so many different different styles, and and we all. Uh, you know, trying to represent and, and and help the genre grow. And I'm just proud to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, and speaking of these cats, I mean, uh, I think it's been about maybe a year, year and a half ago, I ran across uh, Lou Battle. And uh, oh, yeah. I actually heard one of Lou Battle's songs, and I am just in love with Lou Battle's voice. Oh, I yeah. talked to oh, him yeah. about a week ago because uh, I hadn't heard anything from him, so I picked up the phone and called him. He said, Dave, well, you know, uh, he said, I don't know what, what's going on. He said, I just kind of have just been laying low and uh, just feeling like I'm uh, feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I told him, I said, Lou, you need to shake it off. I said, because you, you're you missed. I said, you know, I, I, I ran across you and fell in love with you. And he said, well, uh, he said, you know what, I'm having this conversation with you. He said, um, it, it's made me start to think maybe I do need to get up and get back in the music. And just a couple of days ago, I saw his Facebook page. He uh, he's back at it. He's back in the studio, uh, putting together some things, you know. And uh, I just don't I don't want the time to pass him by because he's one of those cats too. I can see uh, having some longevity in in the business as well because I've seen him perform and he absolutely commands the stage and the attention of the audience when he walks on the stage. That voice. Awesome. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Well, Vic, uh, where are you at next? Where are you performing at next? You got something going on this weekend? Let everybody know not where. This and when. Not this weekend. Not this weekend. We are going to um, Brookhaven, Mississippi in a couple of weeks. We'll do a show down there, and then we'll, the next after that will be uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Clarksdale. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bouquet, Mississippi, and Clarksdale, Mississippi. Next two things we got coming up. Yeah, so you're close to home. Well, you're in the Mississippi area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No place like that, home. That's, that's, that's under three hours, so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let everybody know where they can follow you at on uh, social media, Vic. And listen to your music and get hey, your music, purchase your music. YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, just make sure you spell Vic Allen with a K, V-I-C-K-A-L-L-E-N. You will find me. Now, there are several fake pages on Instagram, so the right page is Vic Allen. Zero one. That's the correct page. I, I I don't know what these cats are doing with these fake pages, man. I get so many people texting me, inboxing me. Is this you? And there's so many fake pages. And you know what they just started doing, man? They, they ask people when people accept them, then they send them this this inbox asking them for money. And I'm like, man, I, I hopefully people know it. I ain't gonna ask y'all for no money. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, no, that's not me. If somebody asks you for money, because if I if I need some money, if I'm gonna ask you for some money, I'm gonna call you. I ain't gonna do it through Facebook or Instagram. So so, but but yeah, it's uh, Vic Allen zero one on Instagram and uh, Vic Allen on uh, uh, Facebook. Now I don't do a lot of. TikTok. I do have a TikTok, TikTok page, but I don't do a lot on there. Vic Allen, uh, official Vic Allen. So those are my pages. And of course, like on YouTube, just type in Vic Allen, you'll find me on there. So, you know, find me and, and, and I will respond when you message me. I, I usually respond unless you say something crazy. So <laughs> I invite people to uh, 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 reach out, message me. And like I said, I will respond. So please reach out. Don't be shy. All right. All right. Well, Vic, again, man, thank you for being a part of our little top radio show and the Divas Den Part 2, man. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate y'all having me. I enjoy doing Part 2, man. And anytime, uh, anytime y'all want me to come on, I'm, I'm just phone call away. And let me say this while y'all listening. Um, I want to, when you have time and you have an opening, I'd like to set up my partner, Terry Wright, to get him to uh, come in and, 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 and do his thing as well. Oh, yeah. Any any Anytime, man. Just uh, connect it up with, uh, with Diva, and I'll get him on for sure next month. Yep. Okay. Next month, yep. right around the corner. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, we'll do that for you, man. As long as... Uh, Balls double chocolate don't run him away. He's good, man. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> double double chocolate. You you know the thing about it. I lost my good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Why don't Why don't you tell me about it? <laughs> I don't lost my good thing. You heard that song? Ooh. I know you heard that. Song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so it, we gonna get. 
we're going to get him on and, 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 and let him talk to you as well. And I'm going to see what he got to say about Miss Double Chocolate. Oh, Dude. shit. You, you oh, try yeah. to so set up a long triangle. And you know I love that shit. I'm staying off the show. Mick, you try to be messy now. You talk about me, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with a little mess. Keep it spicy. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, man. No problem, man. We can get him on next month. No problem, man. Okay. All right, we'll set that up. We'll set that up. Yes, sir. All right, gotcha. Yes, I guess so, Vic, I, I, tomorrow, uh, not, well, you can, once you get off the phone tonight, you can shoot me his number or you can call him, and then we, we, you can patch me in whenever at any time tomorrow or whatever you want to do it, and we'll we'll pick a date and we'll make it happen. Okay, what's well, a good time to reach? Just let me know when you're free tomorrow, and I'll reach out. You okay. know, she she's going to be free anytime for you. You already know that. Oh. <laughs> she she gonna be in the shower. You call she be in the shower, and the phone said Big Allen calling. Big Allen calling. She jump right on out of the shower and grab your phone. Yeah, because, well, you don't know how these women because, are, Vic. No, Vic has Vic has told me something that that has got uh, has yeah. brightened my night. You know, they did tell you uh, something. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the times you said yes to my interviews and to to the shows that I had when I was in uh, in, in Hattiesburg. But I promise you this, Vic, 2024, watch out now because uh, uh, we're going to do some things in South Florida. I've got a venue. Um, uh, for the last three months, we have just been uh, getting it right by prepping the crowds, let them know we got some big things coming. And uh, I know some Southern Soul uh, artists want to come this way, and you're at the top of the list. Paul Colloy. <laughs> all right, all right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, Saturday I'll be on Peace Tree Radio FM and my uh, – Guest is Antonio Magahai. And then Saturday, Sunday night, right here, um, Love After Dark, but it's the, the Hilltop Radio Show. We got Butch Deo uh, from Bond Mason, Roll Bounce, Skate Rock. He's huh? going to be our special guest uh, Sunday. Uh, talking about his stories with, with Vaughn, talk about, you know, stories with the. Um, with the industry and and uh you know how uh you know how you get the right way to get, make sure you guys you artists get your your royalties and stuff even when um when when uh these companies over cross seas now record companies across seas now are buying or license or buying your licensing and setting up records and you're that you're a part of their label and they're, and you guys got to learn how he's going to show you how to talk to you, how to get your royalties. Cause you're, you're permitted to get, you're supposed to get your royalties, even if it's four or five record companies to get your license to your music and they play it, right. you're entitled to your royalties. And he's going to talk about that 40 some years ago. He just finally getting his royalties because somebody took the, 
the licensing to his to a couple of the songs him and Vaughn wrote, and now he's he's getting ready to receive the license the royalties from that. Yep. So he's gonna be talking about that as well Sunday night. So Butch Dale, make sure you guys check him out. Yeah. Well, you guys have an awesome night. I did say, yeah, I did say the Hilltop Radio Show takeover. I don't know when Love After Dark is coming back. Um, we'll just play it by ear, y'all. Next month. Next month. <laughs> so I'll see y'all David in 2024. Yeah, I'm going to jump in the costume. 2024. We'll see here. You'll see her. <laughs> All right, no, man. Y'all be safe. Don't do me. Y'all be All safe, right, man. y'all. Take care. Appreciate y'all having me, man. God bless you. Okay. Thanks, Vic, for hanging around for these hours with us. Love you. Love y'all. Take care. All right. Woo! Yes, indeed, baby. You are now tuned in to DJ Shine. 